place for radio. Welcome to episode three of the I've Heard It Both Ways podcast with myself, Ray Adriani, my co-host, PJ Hannigan. How y'all doing? And our old man in the studio, Patrick Hannigan. How you doing? The first guest on, on, the, uh, Ever. on the podcast. Live from the Omar Bradley Suite studio. Oh, yeah. Is that always the, your music, or is that just because? Nope, that's just because you're here. You're so the we, special guest. We we wanted to, you know, make you feel special. We've Better been tr- than knocking on heaven's door by Dylan, I guess. <laughs> well, we do have to have a fade out song, and we've been trying to do our intro and outro songs based on topics in the pod. And uh, that was a nice little welcome on the pod yeah, from since, us. Since to you're you. the old man guest, that's a fitting. <laughs> it's a fitting opening song, wouldn't you say? I'd say, yeah, sixty. That goes in line with some of our podcast house cleaning. We've uh, we're in episode three now, and we've given the link out. You definitely have to not chew ice on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, that, that's that's Patrick chewing ice. If you guys are wondering what that noise is, Sorry. yeah. So we've given out the link to some people and asked for some constructive criticism, and we've gotten a lot of that, and also some non-constructive criticism, which we've just ignored. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're probably going to ignore most of the criticisms too. just just bring it on and yeah. we'll sift through what we feel is shit and we will change what we don't think is shit. Um, we've been uploading our podcast to all various apps and everything. Um, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and I think the Google Play Store, which is how Androids get their podcasts, I think. Whatever. I, I don't know. But if you're listening or trying. A-track? Yeah, we're on yeah, A-Track. We're on A-Track, we're on mm-hmm. um, If you are using an app and we're not on it, let us know and we'll figure out how to get on it. Uh, we want to be on. We just want to make it easy for you to listen to because, uh, you know. We're, so, we're the podcast of the people. Ex- we're a people's podcast. Yeah. Oh. The People's Republic of Podcasts. <laughs> So, yeah, if you want to contact us, hit us up at our email, ihibw69 at gmail.com. ihibw69 at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We're going to keep rolling with the changes instead of trying to... Don't roll to... your eyes at our, e- at our email address. <laughs> We're going to just keep changing on the go more than uh, stopping and waiting for a while. We're going to try and keep coming out every week. Um, some things we're trying to work on is, uh, PJ and I are going to try and share the load, do our best to make it not, excuse me. Yeah. We're going to share. Yeah. We're going to share our loads, which is why we needed a third person in here to help (laughs) to document. Exactly. Um, we've also recorded the first two episodes from start to finish without stopping. We're going to do our best to figure out how to edit stuff. So we may be pausing here and there to try and work on the floor. We're flow. obviously consummate professionals. We both own computers. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it stops. 
uh, episode length. I don't know. We've been shooting for an hour, but we will go over if needed. Yeah. It's depending on, you know, if we're, we're talking about failing. Yeah. Miserably. Or under if it sucks, we'll just yeah. cut it off. If we, if we're struggling, we'll stop. If we're Thanks rolling. Thanks for the vote of confidence. No worries. No worries. Yeah. He only listened to episode one because he doesn't know how to work his phone to get yeah, episode to have me two. Add the podcast so could I mail my today? phone to you guys to download a podcast onto it? Well, it's on there it now. Back. It'll just update. Yeah. It's oh, automatic it now. Yeah. Once you get a podcast app. So now you can listen to us and some other other ones oh yeah um we've had some female listen listeners ask us to not use the word prick and kid diddler anymore but um in the same sentence or well usually guys who are kid diddlers are pricks yes um but like them yeah Yeah. but if someone is a prick and we're and they act like a prick or whatever we're we're gonna call them a prick they're they're going to be addressed as such but more importantly if if the the glove fits exactly wear it if um if you were convicted of diddling kids, we're gonna call you a kid diddler. Like or, that's or if you're uh, if you're associated. even if you're a Catholic priest. Yeah, if with well, the, yeah, with the Catholic Church, then we're just gonna assume. Maybe yeah, we'll, they've, we'll got make, a, they've got a shaky I think track I speak record. For all three at this of us, point. I think fallen Christians. I think that's allegedly, but allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly the Catholic Church <laughs> may have had some run-ins with some issues before. I saw the movie. It's real. <laughs> We've what all seen movie? Spotlight. <laughs> Spotlight, great film. Um, Good stuff. We also had one specific listener say that it sounded like I was obsessed with Kristen, who is my wife. And I who isn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, can can I ask who yeah. the listener was yeah. who's who said that? Well, it was a girl and she wanted to remain nameless. <laughs> and I had a conversation Mama saying Adriani? <laughs> no, my mom doesn't know how to work podcasts yet. Um when we need support, Crazy. she will download an app and figure out how to use it. But no, I I'm married to Kristen. We've lived together for five plus years. So if that makes me obsessed with her then I guess I am, but I think when you live with someone, you they're more front of the brain than anything. So when you, you get married, I mean, you, you cross you, over to stalker. You, yeah, well, you yeah, see, I you guess. see them every single day. Well, you day. go from stalker to husband. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of in <laughs> I between. I, think, I just think it's straight. Yeah, straight up. Or it's you an, go it's from an easy transition. Fiance to stalker. Yeah. Well, you go you go stalker, boyfriend, and then she doesn't. She has to call you her boyfriend. She shouldn't call you her stalker anymore. Yeah. Then you turn into fiance, which is the weirdest word to use ever when you're engaged when you have to introduce someone as your fiance. this is my fiance my yeah fiance. that's a french when, word for man friend that's when you feel like a prick is yeah. when you have to introduce that's someone you as, are yeah <laughs> introduce someone another dude yeah and then you turn into husband which is also weird to use but um i don't know i'll What's let you husband know even mean i i think it means that you are the spouse of someone yeah, I, I know what it means but i mean yeah. who came up with the word husband some french guy yeah. i'm sure husband yeah uh, we don't have a target audience for this podcast, but I think more of our... Everyone. We're yeah, podcast of the people. Whoever wants to get in on it. We're, people are our target yeah. audience. So if you're Any, a person, anyone, yeah. we appreciate you listening. You have two ears us. and a heart. We're for you. Or one Whoa. ear and half a heart or a monkey heart. We don't really care. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, or, or no ears. We'll figure out a way to put out some Braille podcast. Or maybe we'll do one of those like text videos. You know? We have an Instagram. Oh, you can well. wire them. We don't have to plug it yet. We're 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 low on material for that, but we will soon. Um, we I, I'll throw a picture of us up 
here right now, actually. Okay, that. good. Thank you. In the studio? In the studio, live. But I'm not dressed for it. Well, <laughs> I'm just like a homeless six-year-old man. Well, that's How's that I any am. different from every other day? I think I've only seen you in a sweatshirt or a suit. Nothing in between. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm living a solid life. Just, yeah, of... A man of the people. I wore a suit to Raymond's <coughs> wedding. Yeah. We're also going to do our best when we will be name dropping a lot of friends and people involved in certain stories. We'll try and give you a little context as needed. Um, if you get lost with people, we'll do our best to remind you everyone's names or do a callback from when we used someone before. Uh, don't worry about who's involved. Worry about what's involved. Just the content is what counts. Yeah, you will be just fine if you don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> so will we. Yeah, and so again, Patrick Hannigan, a.k.a. Patch, a.k.a. Papa H, is our guest today. And we are trying to figure out how having a guest on works. If we... Hmm. Have them for current events. If we just yeah. have them for an interview, chime portion, in on whatever you want. It seems what. like it's going well so far. I think it's rolling. I think it's good. This is one of I'd, those. If I'd also we'll like find to find out. I'd also like to take just a quick second to shout out to our self-proclaimed number one fan, <laughs> Dos. Dos, hey buddy. how you doing? My cousin, aka Danny, who goes by Dos because his last name is O'Shea, and um, he will always introduce himself as. DOS number one, um, just to make sure in case there's another DOS out there. Yeah, he's, he's the number one. He's the number one. And he's our number one fan. And he, he, told, he texted me and told he, me that. He made it very clear to us that he is our number one fan. So uh, if anyone else tries to take his crown, he'll probably fight you. He'll come after you right away. I saw him at your wedding. Never had met him. I walked up to him like, you've got to be Ray's cousin. He's like, how'd you know? <laughs> you Okay, he's got a handlebar mustache. He's like 6'2 and has a shaved head. Um, if you don't know DOS, you can spot him in a crowd. In the all, videos. Yeah, all you have to know is that he's there. There were 220 people at our wedding, and you spotted him from a mile away. <laughs> He usually, exactly. if he's outside, he's got a cigarette in hand. If he's inside, he's got a beer in hand. Yep, that's He looks correct. like an extra from a Village People video. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to come to Thanksgiving and fight you now. <laughs> it won't be a long fight. Well, that, that wouldn't be the first Thanksgiving fight that we've had. Okay, yeah. speaking of fights, if you keep patch. chewing on that ice, I'm going to throw you out the window. I'm getting thrown off. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes. We in. haven't even gotten into a regular topic yet, and Patch is already on probation. <laughs> This will be my last stop. Last what? time I was interviewed was 1978. <laughs> For what? By I'm the cops? A... No, that's an interrogation. No, I was on a street corner in Green Bay, Wisconsin. They just asked me my opinion on something. I don't remember what it was. I'm sure it wasn't great. Um, mm. Well, this is going to be a nice tie-in oh for everyone for our Thanksgiving episode, which we plan on recording here in person, live on Thanksgiving night. Uh, we have after a, action report late night. Yeah, we have oh, a cast yeah. of characters after coming we, through. after we've all been overserved and been partying. It's going to be a weird episode, probably. Yeah, so we're going to figure out how to do that. Um, it's going to be a little wild, so you'll have to wear your seatbelt for that one. <laughs> but Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of drive-by people just rolling in and saying stuff and getting back out. Yeah, but uh, that, that'll be our episode four. Um, but since we're on the topic of Thanksgiving, Patch, what are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Are you a fan of the holiday? My favorite holiday on the planet. Me too. There's no nonsense involved. No gifts, no nothing. There's food. 
There's people, there's drunkenness, and there's disorderly, and I love it. I don't have anything else to add I'm, to I'm that. La- I'm laughing because in the notes for this episode, Ray literally wrote, the only holiday I look, look forward to, no gift bullshit and no religious shit. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I it's, forgot the religion thing. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. You show up at someone's house, and I, I'll gladly bring something. I'll gladly help you cook. Do whatever you have to do. That's all you have to do. You're just making food. You're not like there's nothing else involved. I don't have to buy a gift for someone. I don't have to get a gift from someone. Nope. Don't have to write thank you cards. I don't. I guess it would be nice if someone wrote a thank you card for hosting Thanksgiving, but I'm not there yet. In I don't my think life. that's going to be happening. Thank yeah. You, I just offer my help and everything, and then try and help on the way out and stuff, and uh, usually end up with a lot of leftovers. Which Greatest is holiday ever. For sure. No usually questions. Out of control, late night drunkenness here at this house. Well, you have a specific well, Thanksgiving yeah. where you guys host like an early evening dinner and then kind of an open house anytime after and everyone in the neighborhood and people who don't live in the neighborhood stop by and are here till like four or five in the morning. Oh yeah. Do you guys, do you remember, yeah, do, you, do you have any good, uh, when we had a tent? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He yeah, had a tent. Yeah. yeah. Two Thanksgiving was too big. So they had yeah. a tent. Yeah, too and... many people came. So we had to get a tent, literally a tent in the backyard, which took up the entire backyard. Oh yeah. How many, how many people were, were there that year? Like 75? Yeah. 80? Something like that. people that didn't have homes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is at that point it's not even a holiday. Like you no. guys are hosting a it's party the, type. It's the, ba- party. the backyard of broken toys. Yeah. Anyone can come yeah, through. Absolutely. <laughs> just don't drink the last beer. I think one of the tent years is when PJ and I just we, decided to we have... clear yeah, we cleared the furniture and had a wrestling match. We yes, turned it did. into a wrestling ring and, and just... I think your MC was Rob Casey. Oh, of course Rob Casey. <laughs> yeah, he... I think he was. And I I did a I think we both did. I had Peter throw me beers and I chugged them. We, I can probably shout find, out to Stone Cold. I can find the video. I know there's a video of me doing that, doing my best Stone Cold impression at Thanksgiving. Um, that went over pretty well. I think Rob Casey was dying laughing at that point. Which yes. Rob Casey, if he's you get yeah, Rob Casey, we, we could do a whole episode on Rob Casey. We'll have to have him in one day because if you can get him to laugh, you know you're rolling with something. Oh yeah, he's. Uh... But once you get him laughing, you can't stop him. He's he's one of a kind. Well, he's a, like a runaway train yeah. once you roll, and which is why we got to figure out a way when we have like a five hour episode. That's when we'll have Rob Casey in because he'll be in from minute one, and <laughs> he'll be the last man standing. Like, we'll, like wait, no, it's it's over. Let's keep going. Wait, if, it's only five hours. I can. <laughs> if we tell him people are listening, he won't stop talking. So he'll he'll be a good guest to have on. We'll get him on at one point. Hopped up but with Snickers and Mountain Dews. That wasn't the only fighting you've had at a. Thanksgiving you no, posted. I've been, I've been involved in one. That's an adult thing to do. <laughs> this was like three years yeah. ago, and you got in a fight with Peter, your son, one of his friends in your basement. I, at I don't like think it was four... a fight. I think it was an yeah. ass kicking. <laughs> I don't think it really... I, it wasn't a fight, but I, n- neither one of myself or Ray was there. We just heard about the a- the after-action report. You guys report. weren't... Where were you guys? We were upstairs. Oh, the, the guy was lipping off, had had enough of his nonsense, so I grabbed him by the shirt, pushed him into the door, and when he tried to fight me, I th- bring him all the way back and tripped him, and I had my foot on his throat. You threw, well, him, said, through, you... You threw him through the door. You knocked the door off the hinges. <laughs> go, are you done yet? <laughs> he wasn't a man. He was like 22 years old. <laughs> he was 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. I'm 5'10". He yeah, was, and he, he was yeah, not. And, you're t- <laughs> and you're more than double his age, and you beat his ass. Yeah. 
Well, we came down when we heard the like we heard yeah, a there big was a scuffle. thud, and we're like, uh oh, and we just assume we're like, oh, I better hope Patch isn't hurt. Like, oh, it must get be the Snedeker brother. Yeah, <laughs> didn't get caught in the crossfire, and we go downstairs and see you standing <laughs> over this kid yelling at. Him. Are you done, bitch? <laughs> yeah, that was one of my finer moments. That's when Julie said, I'm going to bed. I'm going with you. <laughs> I go, for good or and that, for the And night? that was before dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want uh, to talk about that time we got oh, in the fight? I got, can I throw something in before I dinner? I yeah. love for you. Blaine Dunn, who PJ knows. Oh, and saying Blaine Dunn, sure. Oh, we're not supposed to say the last name, right? Okay, sorry, Blaine. Um, he, <laughs> he, was, he was in a wedding. He got so drunk, the, gr- the bride's father had him removed from the wedding before dinner. That's impressive. I thought it, he was really upset about it. I go, no, that's like Hall of Fame stuff. Yeah, yeah at, at a certain point, like if that, I, I would have, DOS. you're done. DOS would have been like top of my list to be removed from my <laughs> wedding party. But like at a, like if it's before dinner, I'm almost impressed at that point because yeah. you I'm had. I'm not to, even mad. He's in the wedding though. Well, yeah, okay, so oh, he was in the wedding. He was in the wedding. He's not. He's not a guest. He was, was it in like? The wedding. Was it a Catholic service where they had like mass right. at noon or two? Uh, I'm guessing they probably had two o'clock and then the three hour window and the yeah five three well, hours yeah. of ag- aggressive drinking. Yeah. Well, no, I got to imagine and then a it, happened, hour. it happened before the church. He probably started before, and oh, so well, at that yeah. point, like you can't it's drink all day unless you start in the morning. Type well, of thing. I've been to a million of those weddings, and I've never had the bride's father be like, "Okay, you're done here." Before well, I'm sure the bride is a bit of a wet ba- blanket herself. I don't know the guy or the couple, but you know, usually when the dad steps in, like I would just been like, "Hey, man," yeah, or just the dad's a wet blanket. Someone is. Someone like, is. There's a wet blanket nah, there somewhere. You, no, yeah. you got to meet Blaine Dunn. It's him. It's, it's, it's him. The guy. I've no, I, I've hung out. He's he's been a guest at Thanksgiving. He's no, has he? Mm-hmm. At our house? Yeah. Insane Blaine Dunn. Yeah, of course. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> I must not remember before dinner either. Sorry, Blaine. <laughs> well, you know, we start with those Bloody Marys pretty early at Uncle. Oh, we yeah. Mart's got Mart's got Uncle that Mart's here. got that trick you, elbow. Well, he'll be here for Thanksgiving, so we oh, can yeah. talk to him. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll get him in the studio. Do you guys still do your Thanksgiving football in the morning? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can call it that. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it, okay. So it was like you guys would like dick around. I think that was just your excuse to get out and drink beers mm-hmm. before noon at the park. Yeah, <laughs> and under, then under all, the guise of a holiday. Yeah, moment. and all the kids got bigger and it just turned into like a little bit too physical at a certain point well, bigger well, so mike's six six yeah, pj's six two peter's six four there's been yeah. there's been, there's been six, torn five. acls <laughs> yeah mike took out julie's leg she had to get it rebuilt He's julie so, julie is my mom yeah. sorry J girl um i like to give people all different names so knows what i'm ever talking about then i'd never well, that's because you can never remember anything. anyone's names and so Mike still feels bad about that, but she had to have her ACA rebuilt yeah. after that. <laughs> From Thanksgiving From football. From Thanksgiving football. So, like, we say you don't have to get gifts for Thanksgiving, but that's just kind of a lifelong gift that's you can the give gift someone. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike feels horrible about that. Sorry, Mikey. No big deal. <laughs> if you didn't get her, PJ would have. Well, when we were talking to her about some Thanksgiving stories, she didn't mention that, so she might not be hung up on that one at well, all. Well, she, she finally forgave me now um, for doing a cartwheel at for my high born. school graduation. Well, that she was pissed at that because they withheld your diploma. <laughs> I didn't want to go get it. I didn't care. 
She actually went and got it from the high school because I wasn't going to do it. Five years later. So they called no, you. like a year later. They called your name to walk across the stage, and you decided it'd be a great idea to do a cartwheel. Yes. Cartwheel across the stage. No. And in about a three by three square. You yeah. And like Mick Jagger. Dances. And I kept my and I kept my hat on. Yeah. It was impressive. Didn't lose the brim. There, I saw a video of that once. We could probably dig that up from the archive somewhere. Yeah, maybe. But I, would, I, I saw it. That so. would mean we'd have to get Julie involved in home movies, and oh, and then that's that's a whole rabbit hole. Well, we'll put it on. We'll put her on it now, and then maybe by like New Year's, we <laughs> yeah, can then, get it up on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, she'll come up for air. Yeah, yeah that that's gonna, It's gonna be some digging. But you were dragged off the stage by I was dragged off the stage by the varsity football coach who ended up being the gatekeeper at the pool we used to go to yes correct from the summers of Tanakwa yeah we'll just continue with him as coach yeah well the summer of Tanakwa was great because we went swimming every day and you guys were members and I tagged along and we didn't know like this is our cousin if you don't if you don't sign in they don't count like you have to pay for each guest and if you don't sign in um they don't like charge you as a guest well we didn't know that that guy still held a grudge against you because we found out at the end of the summer when your parents got this giant bill for having too many guests at yeah. tonight yeah yeah it's kind of like the cell phone bills they what just keep the... adding up. yeah but actually after after i was escorted off he he went back to go do security or whatever bullshit he was doing but and then I was standing there with the uh, he was the varsity gymnastics coach was left to watch me, and he he looks around and he goes, "I'd give it a six out of 10. <laughs> He's like, it, "It was impressive that you kept your hat on." <laughs> Which you got to think that the varsity that gymnastics it. coach is a pretty tough judger, right? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. I'd, yeah, I'd give you an eight if you keep the lid on. Yeah, well, you know. Well, that's why you're not a gymnastics coach. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that and I don't like kids, <laughs> <laughs> other than my own and you two. <laughs> I, I am one of your kids. Yeah, so. whatever. So is Ray. <laughs> well, all... technically, I think it was Thanksgiving that we found out we might be related. Because that was when, okay, so my Nana would always make Irish soda bread. She's from Ireland and all that stuff. And it was like a family recipe. And she wouldn't tell anybody what it is and everything. And it was a secret and all that stuff. Well, I brought it one year at Thanksgiving. And you were hammered and had some. And were asking your sisters who made your family's Irish soda bread. I'm the only one with the recipe out of my three, out of the four of us. Yeah, so you're like, how did you make this? Surprising. Blah blah blah. And then I was like, no, 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 I made that. And you didn't believe me. Oh, I, I didn't say I made it. I brought it, and you didn't believe me. And we went over everything, and turns out our family each shared the same, same exact recipe, family recipe, which makes us cousins. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not gonna do one of those. DNA tests where like you give your you DNA for yeah. someone to use it and make your clone at some point. We just this is good enough. Want to use enough? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, yeah. One of me is too many. Yeah. But that's all I. Then if you'd you guys be super share, if you share a family life. recipe that makes you family, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're family. I I, I might not be a son, but I'm definitely. Oh, you're a son. I, I, a here. cousin is good good enough for me. Oh no no. I don't need that kind of other pressure to have to go to more family parties so, all the time. My, my older <laughs> sister, Barb, took the DNA test. We are 98.5% Irish, 1.5% Western European, which makes us Scottish. So I tell this to Julie, I'm all, all proud, and she goes, that just means you're inbred. <laughs> <laughs>
I think we need to get her in here at a some at some point today. Yeah, we'll have, we have to get her on the side mic. Yeah, we got another microphone yeah, in here too. Okay, good. There, yeah. We'll get her in here for a little bit later, but yeah. we don't want to get her too riled up too early. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, yeah. You get her going, she won't stop. <laughs> but speaking of Ireland, we have our first sponsor of the podcast. And if you listen to episode two, you might be pretty impressed with this sponsor. Uh, let me pull up the read they sent well, us pull one. That, pull that copy up. Let's they emailed see. that to us. It's in the email there. Here Very we go. Professional. Do yeah, you right. go on trips? Are you looking for advice? Well, then you'll want to visit our first sponsor to ever go from the doghouse to the penthouse in one week. And that sponsor is TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor is filled with useful travel information for novice and veteran traveler, travelers alike. Did you have a great experience on a trip? And do you want other people to hear that story? Leave a review on TripAdvisor. Did you have a bad experience on a trip? Want to leave a review and let other travelers know? Are you a crybaby who didn't get their way on a trip and want to make up a story about something that never happened <laughs> and trash a business? Go on TripAdvisor. Be sure to mention on your review on TripAdvisor that I've heard it both ways sent you here first. That way, when you travel, you ensure you receive the best service. That is correct. TripAdvisor. They, they, they heard episode two. And they loved our no-nonsense review of their website. And then they got in contact with us. Can I get a sweatshirt? I no. love sweatshirts. No. I'm still waiting on my Junk King sweatshirt. I from gave our... you one. No, you did not. <laughs> if you did, I'd be wearing it, and I'm not did wearing it. Did you take it. it? No, I didn't take it. I don't even think I have a sweatshirt. I just have T-shirts. You take everything from me. I That's got... not true. That was my New York City Fireman sweatshirt. Pretty tight up there. It's in Wakanda. your closet right there. Oh, you returned it, you deadbeat. <laughs> I definitely do not have any Junk King Sorry, swag. Man. I don't have a hat. I don't have a t-shirt. I don't have you a do have You do have a Recon Hunt shirt, though. Also, yeah, I do not small. have. I was promised both of these no, things. I gave you a Recon Hunt shirt. I know I the gave recon, you The Recon... Yeah, I, I gave it to you. I can't say this, but I'm going to say it. The Recon... What is it called? Hunt. Yeah, recon why, Hunt. Don't, why don't they sponsor this show? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shoot an email to the CEO right okay. now. Okay, I would for sure. Yeah, we'll get him Their in on that. t-shirts run real small, right? I have an extra large... Looks like I'm wearing a hot dog. Oh, case. Patrick well, stole your shirt. That's where it is. Okay. Oh, I stole it. So you here, were admitting here. that you did not give me the I shirt. Stole it, I, get, I brought it here Here's for your shirt. you. And I like, stole Thanks. it. And now I stole it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, because PJ and I are related, we're, we're the exact same size. You yeah, are. That's correct. Yes. We wear the same <laughs> coat, the same suit coat, the same everything. We are the same size. Same yep. matching coats. At Actually, the, the, the picture for the podcast, we're wearing matching jackets. I asked Ray what size he was, and he said, get me the same one as you. And it fit me just fine. Yeah, fits like a glove. But so waiting on junking anything and recon shirt that was brought to this house, which I don't live in, uh, <laughs> brought for me, but never given to me. And I was somehow supposed False. to get it. You gave me allegedly, the shirt. allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> you gave me the shirt. I tried it on. I'm like, this is like too small because you're not our size. Yeah. Yeah, extra large is too small on me. It's not going to fit you. I guarantee you, I'd squeeze right into that. <laughs> you would squeeze. I'd wear it as an undershirt <laughs> under my Junk King sweatshirt. Which you don't have, so you'd be wearing that too tight shirt, and you'd look like... 10-pound sausage in a 5-pound casing? Gonna, I, I don't want to say it, but a kid diddler. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. In a legend... Alleged. No, I only looked like that kid diddler when I had my head shaved, which is the reason I have my hair Wait, not shaved. Did I shave your head? 
Okay, well, you also oh, used Patrick to cut Barber my hair. Shop. Patrick Barber Shop. That's a good topic. I used to go to Patrick Barber Shop. <laughs> Ray told me I could shave. I could give him a haircut for his wedding. Lies, just like the missing T-shirt. Well, I think if everyone saw, I can go find that picture of you. So your barber <laughs> shop was a stool in the middle of your kitchen or backyard in the summer. <laughs> so we didn't have. Yeah, to they clean had outdoor service up. too. By the pond, El Fresco haircut. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> I'll try and get one of those when we're in Italy next yeah. month. We oui, oui. no, a street right. shirt so like there's the wonton don. There's a picture <laughs> floating around of you brushing the cut hair off of me with a broom. Like a legitimate floor uh, broom. Like made of hay broom. Yep. <laughs> like a real broom. Like yeah. what a man would use. Well, a man's broom. But it's not a real haircut unless you use Club Man. And you did not use Club Man. Oh, Ed Pinod Club Man. The Club finest. Man makes a real haircut? Yeah, you know when they like dust yeah. up your neck and stuff and like, you know. Oh, is the that back. the talc thing? Yeah. yeah. It's not the sauce. It's, no. It's, no, no, they, no. They, make, <laughs> they make it all. The handsome sauce. Yeah, I mean, they're a big company and make a lot of Club beauty man. They care. got the little guy like. They make mustache got, wax? Yeah, yeah he's, he's like got the cane. That guy yeah. who looks classy as shit. Yeah. He looks like Johnny Walker's cousin. Yeah. 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 Ronnie Walker. Ronnie Walker. Ronnie Walker. Ronnie Walker Club Man. They call him Club Man. Hey, what's up? My name's Ronnie Walker. Hey, hey, they hey, call hey. my friends call me the Club Man. <laughs> Not going there. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what you're but, talking okay. about. So you wanted to cut my hair for the wedding, and that that was back when I was shaving my hair, shaving my head. So you would just buzz me, and we'd be good to yeah. go. We tried a finger cut once. Yeah. It did. Ooh, that's well, weird. But I what did you guys that, do? Yeah. Well, he tried to give me like a, I guess he called it like a regular haircut where yeah. like they use their fingers you know, where pull they, it like, up a little bit, up you know, and snip. cut. Yeah. I've seen it done so many times. Like I could do this shit. Well, yeah. I mean, that's Wrong. not the same. I watched you, a YouTube tutorial. Well, you've cut your wife and your daughter's hair before. I did. I lined up their long hair on a striped turtleneck and whacked it off. Which yeah, I didn't I know. Al- at the I time. also did that um, when I was like six. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time that that's how you cut their hair. You made them wear a striped shirt <laughs> and then picked a line and just cut across. Very logical. It. Because I've cut my mom's hair before. I was eight years old and I don't remember what I did, but my mom missed her haircut appointment because of something that I did because I was a terrible child. <laughs> but well. okay, so so she went to go take a nap and was pissed and I felt bad. And so I'm like, okay, well I'll go cut her hair while she's sleeping. And so my mom had bangs cause it was the nineties and everybody had bangs. He's alive to talk about it. <laughs> so I snuck oh, into God. her room, grabbed the With scissors. scissors. Not too alarming for mom. I was eight. I grabbed the scissors <laughs> and just snipped away her bangs and she was still asleep. And so I thought, ooh, job well done, and went back downstairs and woke up to her screaming from the meat locker. Ran upstairs and she's crying, looking in the mirror because I chopped off all of her bangs, like up to her hairline. There was nothing left at that point. I will say she said nice things about you at your wedding. Yeah, well, I I wouldn't have. We've gotten over that part, but um, eventually the cries of the tears of pain and just disgust <laughs> turned into laughter. laughter once she found out what I did and like I felt bad and that's why <laughs> I did like, it. I was trying to help. Yeah, I just wanted to help. I didn't want you to cry more. Wow. That's what Julie would call call you, my wife Julie, J-Girl, whatever you want to call her. Would call Nobody you. has ever called her J-Girl, by Ex- the way. Except for you. Well, yeah. well that's, you know. Um, she, would, she would call you a bad boy, good man. You grew up to be a normal, nice fella. Well, I think that, like, 
So that's the only compliment you're getting from me today. Like, there are nice guys out there who you know they were, like, by the book kids. Yeah, but they like to shop. Well, like, my brother... <laughs> no. <laughs> my brother was, like, a good kid, and he's a good man now. He's a good I, man. I Great was, stash. Yeah, Whoa. sorry. I leaned in. Sorry. I was having a sip of some creative juices. He would grow a mustache just for fun. Just... That's, that's Coors Light in a pint glass with ice. Yeah, yeah. which we made him stop chewing. The ice, the ice melted, actually, this so is... now Ray doesn't have to I kill I mean, him. what kind of rank podcast? They don't even have cold beer. I'm drinking warm beer on We're ice. We're at your it's house. your house. We're not the one who put the warm beer. We brought beer. the podcast <laughs> to you. And then, and then I was on the phone with you yesterday, and you were testing, trying to tell me testing, about your fucking te- rider. <laughs> And then you asked if someone was going to pick you up in a limo. Where's my PA guy, damn it? Do you understand it? We should have made him walk to the end of the street, get picked up in a limo, <laughs> and a... dropped off like two houses in. It's too cold to be in my mesh shorts, which I got from Maggie's old roommate, my daughter Maggie. <laughs> yeah, that I wear. And, and he's like, uh, why does your dad have shorts like I wear? And she's like, those are your shorts, you dumbass. <laughs> And his nickname is Sodahead. <laughs> Shout out to Sodahead. What's up? Yeah. I don't think Sodahead's going to make it on the pod. <laughs> you never know. You never, you never know. know. Great never guy. Know. Nice Fantastic guy. dude. Was he a bad boy, good man? <laughs> no, he's, that kid's always been a good dude. He's never been a bad how long, guy. How long well, have you known him? Seven years now? Well, I feel... So you didn't know him as a child? I can tell, though. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's my point. Is he's got you perfect tell, hair, so he's a perfect child. Well, when you've met people as an adult, you can just tell so-and-so was, like, probably a good kid, and so-and-so got it out of their system now. Why are like, you looking at me, Ray? Well, I there are three <laughs> bad kids, good men in this room <laughs> right now. Uh, you, know, you know, when I grew up, I wasn't really a bad kid. I didn't even hit the radar. Like nothing happened, right? And Until some were... of the some yeah, of the stories okay. that I mean, you've told well, me I, are a lot of fucking stuff, ridiculous. Actually, a lot of stuff happened, but I mean, it wasn't like how how bad stuff. how old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Okay. How so old was the youngest? Five. There we go. <laughs> Where were our parents? Who and they cares? and they they didn't even register as bad kids. <laughs> then. But, in, but in this day and age, I would be like the worst kid in the neighborhood, and like you would never be allowed to hang out with me. Well, yeah, the times. Well, you, you did run a BMX bike chop I mean, shop. But the uh, how you got that in there, real nice <laughs> segue. <laughs> um, I, but I mean, like, I'm gonna drop some names. There was like the Higgins family and the Morgan family. These kids were out of their minds, <laughs> and I knew it. And I was like, "Wow, they're bad." You're the they one. Would be, they would suck it on the prison today on the beer bottle, telling those other kids that they're the bad kids. No, they weren't there. They no, were. they weren't. It wasn't bottles. They had a keg. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Making the fiscal fiscally we responsible didn't buy thing. The keg. <laughs> we maybe requisitioned it. Yeah. Kind of. Well, who had a keg? Well, Why was there okay, a keg at your house? Once again, all my bad or great decisions, depending on what side of the street you're on, was from my father. They used to play a softball game, all the men in the neighborhood, the east and west side, in the park. And I think it was just for the like the moms to get the husbands and the kids to frick out of the house. So they'd get a keg. It's like 830 at Lions School in Glenview. You can say that, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Is that the name of the school? Yeah, Lyon. Yeah. Lyon okay. where all the good shit happened in that park. Um, and they would have us to this, like, park, and they would just go play softball. And the keg was just there. I'm like, well, they're drinking them. We might as well drink them. So 
obviously. So we were drinking them, and all the dads were like, oh, look at the kids are drinking. Huh, that's cute. We better keep drinking them. <laughs> of course, it's 1960-something, you know. Now it'd be like, they got to go to rehab. <laughs> well, tell me more about this BMX chop shop oh, in your parents' no. garage. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, somewhere in there. I don't so know. So still hung over from the softball <laughs> games. <laughs> We'd, uh, I guess PJ would say, requisition some bikes. You found some bikes. We found some bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Fell off and, a truck. And we'd, uh, we'd fix them up. They were usually beat up bikes that no one really wanted anyways. And so and they left them unlocked and you just figured yeah, in their driveway. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd take <laughs> In their garage. <laughs> and we'd fix them and then we'd sell them. Yeah, that was it. Pretty, pretty Just a young entrepreneur. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a businessman. With Lemonade my, stands were for With suckers. my good friend Chris, and we used to make, uh, you, you know those uh, film canisters? I don't know if they still have them, the little tiny ones that get rolls of film in. Well, yeah, yeah like 35 millimeter like, film. Yeah, like a regular 35 camera. millimeter. Okay, they used to come in metal, and they were real thin metal, and we used to cut blue tip matches, tops off, pack them in there, and duct tape them. And then you could drive these bikes that we all were driving around on, and you could throw them, and they would explode on impact. <laughs> it was so great. It was one of the greatest summers so of my life. So would you throw them at each other? And my parents' garage, for some unknown reason, also had a phone in it. <laughs> my mom's garage it was had like a phone. Yeah, it was like your own office. like an office for, like, six-year-old degenerates. <laughs> so you guys would, like, take yeah. sales over the phone? Yeah, so, yeah, what kind yeah of your mom would answer and be like, oh, yeah, can you uh, put me through to the yeah, garage, please? Are you looking for the orange crate or the banana peel? I'm sure we're going to get one soon, <laughs> <laughs> the bike isn't that important. I just need 10 of those little bombs you guys make yeah. so I can throw at my enemies. Yeah. Did, you s- did you sell the bombs, too? No, no. Those were just for our use. That was uh, For promotional use, use only? Yeah. <laughs> it's not for drum the, up business. That is not for children's use. Let's it's, go buy it's five for bikes for men who are in business <laughs> in their parents' garage. Hungover bad boys bad who boy. would turn into be good men. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, right? Wow, weird. Yeah, weird stuff. I was a I was a child of the I was a kid in the 60s. Well, your dad was, a, was also pretty intense. Yeah, he was a paratrooper <laughs> in World War II. He he joined the army at, at the outbreak of World War II Pearl Harbor. He was 18. He he tried to be a pilot, but he was colorblind, so he joined the paratroopers cuz they paid more and he had three sisters. So he'd send the money home to them. And well, yeah, so he, anyway, okay, I got sidetracked, sorry. I was, I was, <laughs> deep, sidetracked I was deep in my own head about, should I continue on this story about my dad's intensity, or should I tell her what he did to his stepfather? <clears throat> I don't know. Well, anyways, I'll, I'll go with the stepfather. Ralph was his stepfather, and my father would send the money home because he had three sisters, and he loved them deeply. And if, if you met him, you'd be really questioning his judgment on this shit. Um, Sorry. It's your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Um, it's our family. Technically. It's our family. Raise a cousin. Don't cut him out. He's related, goddammit. Uh, so you he, see found, a soda bread he actually recipe? found out that Ralph was pocketing the money. And oh, like, so then he fucked Ralph up. No, he no, he didn't fuck him up. He just threw him through the front window when he got home. Yeah, no yes. big deal. So he was <laughs> a little intense, right? It's a standard Patrick <laughs> Hadigan move. Yeah. If there's so a problem, you throw it through a door or a window. My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, my grandmother, oof, never... Uh, Never gave forgave him for that, and she didn't show up at his wedding. Well, she did show up. She showed up like uh, maybe forty five minutes late to a Catholic mass, which is about what forty two minutes. That's like a full hour, pretty sure. Yeah, forty two well, minutes. She probably got there just in time for that wafer of God for the host and coast. Yeah, <laughs> is there a cocktail? Hour? She popped in for a sip of the blood yeah. of Christ. Yeah, 
Give me a sip. Give me a, a taste, And a father. hit of the bread. Let me get a nip of Jesus, please. <laughs> what are you doing later, Father, when all the kids go to sleep? <laughs> Jesus. Dear Lord. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are going to get banned by the SEC or whoever. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I don't think Never that's mind. how that works. That's a stock thing. I think we have an explicit warning on this podcast. If we don't, we're going to get yeah, one. we might have yeah. to have a disclaimer <laughs> so, at the well, beginning. As long as we're talking about the old man, we might as well stay a little bit on the course. He, he didn't fuck around on football Sundays. No, Sunday was his day, and my mother knew it, and she just left him alone. He would get up. You would wait, like in college, you know, I was at home. I was a commuter. So he would, you would wake up on Sunday to this horrendous smell. Like he was cooking flesh down there. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And he'd be like, What the fuck? Can I say that? Yeah, I can yeah. say that. Right? Oh, yeah, you can explicit. say whatever you want. It's very explicit. Um, <laughs> it's not for the kids. Uh, <laughs> no kids allowed. Yeah, no diddlers here. <laughs> Sorry. So you'd wake up to this smell and you would go down there and he would be in a pair of jeans that were like eight sizes, too big. Somehow, even though he had a big stomach, they were too big on him. And, and he'd have on these like like heinous hus puppies with Bloody Mary spills all over him. And he'd wear a white T-shirt with this bad like blue V-neck. And he'd be like, hey, Herm. And he'd rub his hands together. You ready for some garbage eggs? <laughs> I'm like what? So wait, what were what were garbage <laughs> eggs? Explain Everything that. left over in the refrigerator from the week. Oh my god! <laughs> it was so heinous. So he, it, was, it was a grab bag. You never knew a, what you were gonna oh, end up with. And my mom was a horrendous cook. <laughs> oh god! So he would make this, and the house would smell. And he, this was every football Sunday was like his big day, right? So he would get. He'd get, and then he'd have like two, maybe three Bloody Marys. And I'm talking, it's like 9.30 in the morning. And then he'd be like, okay, Patrice, that's my mom. We're going to the store to get a nosh platter. (laughs) (laughs) And a nosh platter would be salami and cheese and sardines. Oh, God. (laughs) Two cases of beer, (laughs) a gallon of wine. I wasn't joking when I said he didn't fuck around on football Sundays. A gallon of wine. And then they'd come home, and he would he would lay up in the family room, just watching football, screaming at the TV, <laughs> drinking and eating. Oh, and I forgot, he'd always get a box of Heath bars. Of course. You got to cool down the pipes, Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> and then Uncle Marty, who we were talking about earlier, I yeah. think, would show up because he was married to my sister, and he had to get away from her. And he was... <laughs> And he would spend from two o'clock in the Rat Skeller family room till till like eight o'clock, and then they'd be like, "Let's barbecue." And they, that's when they start drinking these like goblets of wine, and they would be so shit canned. And my mom and my sister would be so pissed at him, and I would just keep stirring it along. <laughs> yeah, so he was out of his mind. So I think that's probably what happened to me, maybe. A little bit. <laughs> what happened when he went to go visit you on Parents Weekend in uh-huh. college? <laughs> um, well, being a good Catholic boy, they, I went to Loyola, and then they sent me to St. Norbert's College, which my mom in July is like, oh, do you have a plan for college, honey? I'm like, well, yeah. yeah thinking I'm, about it. I'm going to college. Why? She's like, have you applied anywhere? I'm like, no. She's like, well, your sister goes to St. Norwood's. I think we can get you in there. <laughs> We've got to hook up. We take a ride up. I'm like, yeah, this looks great. I don't know. It looks like any other college I've ever been to, which sure. I'd never been to one <laughs> yeah. in my life. So yeah, it looks so like what you thought college looked, looked like. It looks great no, from the picture I'd in your head. I'd been to Drake University where my sister went. So 
I so they come up for parents weekend and they're gonna get there at like three thirty, four in the afternoon. So, you know, it's Saturday. What am I gonna do? Well, I go to a bar, I go to a football game. Obviously. I am shit canned when they get there. No problem. My parents are like, Oh honey, how's college? <laughs> I'm like, It's fantastic, mom. <laughs> There's girls here, there's no curfews. I'm loving this place. <laughs> this college thing's all right. This college thing's way better than high school. So we go to dinner. I have a girlfriend at this point, and we go to dinner with her family, her. She's had a couple of drinks, but she's nowhere in my category. <laughs> and then uh, there's other people there, and, and some of these guys have also been out with me during the day. So we're kind of, you know, we're, we're liquored up. Let's, let's just, or as Peter Hannigan would say, well-oiled. Yeah, yeah, you had a few cocktails. <laughs> had a few pops. So the waitress comes around, what do you have? Ray, Ray has a beer. PJ, I'll have a beer. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm in college, right? I have a whiskey sour. <laughs> <laughs> the old man looks at me, doesn't say a word, just the, the stare was like, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> so I get up, so the whiskey sour comes, I got I to gotta go to the bathroom, I go to the bathroom, like two seconds later, the door opens, I'm at the urinal, he slides in next to me, goes, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean, what am I doing? I'm in the bathroom, he goes... No, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm in college. I should understand the question. Maybe I don't know. So I go, I don't know what you mean. He goes, why are you ordering a whiskey sour? I'm like, uh, why, why wouldn't you order a whiskey sour? He's like, because that's a broad drink. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't pissed that you were hammered at parents' <laughs> week? Couldn't care less that, I, that he show, drove four hours and I was shit-canned out of my mind. That was great. Oh, yeah, he's doing what he should be doing. You know, he's got a girlfriend. Look he's at my at, son. He's, he's in college. college. I'm so proud of him right now. Got kicked out two months later. Yeah. Um, but... He, well, that kind of kicked out. So, <laughs> ask, ask, ask leave. Leave. so I go, he goes, that's a broads drink. Don't ever order that in front of me again. <laughs> that was the first and last whiskey sour I've had in my life. Now I'm just a beer drinker who occasionally has a Jameson with my older sister, Barb. She might not remember, but I do. Have you ever dabbled in the non-alcoholic beers? Uh, Yeah, near beer? Yeah. Um, no, but I've had a nephew that used to drink near beers. Have you, you, ever, so, had, you ever had Sharps? Are you sure you haven't had Sharps at my wedding? Remember when you kept saying, hey, Peach, go get me a beer. You get well, me Sharps? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it started when you, you declared him to be your beer bitch, and he goes up to the bartender. Why don't you take over? I went up to the bartender, and I was like, You hey. only got me two beers. Yeah, I know. I just no, I've never had a sharps. No, you have. You've, You've had, had a few. few. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks. I guess so this, this is this is the word where you'd call yeah. you both pricks. You call well, him a prick. It was I didn't just, get it was just me. He just, I just told him after the fact. So when I was standing talking to you, and you were like, "Hey, uh, Thanksgiving's just around the corner. Go get me. A, go get me a beer. Okay." And so I walk over to the bar, and I lo- I was looking at the beers, and they had you know Miller Lite and whatever else, and they had sharps, and I was like. You guys got sharps? And the lady's like, Yeah, do, do you want one? I was like, Oh, no, 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 it's not for me. It's for my dad. Who's it's making... for my alcoholic father. <laughs> it's for my alcoholic father. Who wants who's to pretend him, he's having a good time. Making, him, <laughs> making me get him a beer. And she started okay. dying laughing. That's bullshit. Okay, first of all, not, you were going to the bar to get yourself one. No, hey. I wasn't. I was standing there talking to you. And you were like, Standing there. You've never stood there doing nothing. Right? You're just an innocent man. Well, he fidgets like I fidget. That's how we know we're related. But yeah, yeah. we don't stand still, but we're, we're not I going somewhere. Going to, if I was going to the bar, I would have just gotten you a beer. I was talking to you, and you're like, hey. Let's, Next uh, time, get me a Miller Lite, because I'd rather have a Sharp than a Miller Lite. 
probably never be a sponsor on this podcast. Uh, well, you never know. We trash TripAdvisor in episode yeah, two, and did. here they are, the penthouse sponsoring really? episode yep. three. The Jeffersons. Well, technically, they're a co-sponsor. But Moving on up. Yeah, well, we've who's got, the other sponsor? We've got all kinds of people trying to get sponsors. Wow. Well, did you guys talk to the other bartender there, the guy bartender? Yeah, the one that was on the uh, West you, the West Wall. Oh, yeah. Do you that, know his, I, I guess you know I remember his name? Because... Uh, I was drinking sharps. Well, no, his name was Don. Was it, was it Johnson. Sirloin? No, it was not Sirloin. <laughs> <laughs> Seymour Butts. His name was Don Johnson, and all the other people who worked there had first name name tags. He's the only one that had the full, full, the full Don Johnson. You're fucking right. Uh, if my name was Don Johnson, you know I would have that name. I tag. wear a linen suit. Well, when we walked in, he came in. He was like, "Hey, do you guys need anything?" I'm like, "No, we're good." He was like, "Well, I'm Don." No, thanks, Don Johnson. And I looked at his name, and I was like. <laughs> Wait, is your name Don Johnson? He was like, "It is." Don't you ever forget it. And I'm like, "Don Johnson, I, I will never See, forget I, I, your I, I name. Don't you said, worry." No, we're all good, Sonny. <laughs> Fucking Miami Vice is over Sonny here cracking Crockett. beers. Miami open Vice, for number us. one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting me sharps. That is a dick move. Uh, he's all a the prick. things I've done for him. The thing, really, man. He, he's uh, a prick. Not you. Pete is a prick. Well, I can be one too. Well, you, yeah. Well, why do you think he got you sharps? Yeah. God, I can't wait. Well, you know who's not a prick? Who? Our second and last sponsor of the day, Mold Man. Are you like me? Do you hate mold? Do you have mold in your house slowly eating away, filling your lungs with death? Then before you keel over, you better call Mold Man Chicago. Let Mold Man come in and eradicate the deadly mold growing in your house. Just call Mold Man. They'll arrive, remove your mold, and replace everything they removed with mold-free products. Trade in your old moldy drywall and 2x4s for mold-free ones with Mold Man. Mold Man has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, so give them a call. 312-387-6837 or visit moldmanusa.com. Do not call them right now. <laughs> Patrick just pulled his phone out when Ray is reading. The lines will be busy. They're definitely going to be busy because I'm on. I'm trying to get mold off my bread. Visit moldmanusa.com and get a free quote based on a picture that you can send them. Ask for Dave. Tell him Ray and PJ sent you and demand a discount. I've heard it both ways, listeners. Never pay full price. That is right. That's Moldman 312-380-6837. Ask for Dave and never pay full price. <laughs> is it only on like house mold, not bread mold? I actually send him a picture and find yeah, out. Yeah, send him a picture. Get a quote. <laughs> I have some bagels that could be used. Yeah, specific, specifically ask for Dave and tell him I've heard it both ways sent you and send them the picture of your moldy bread. Hey Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. we're back from a quick break that was patrick playing us back in with some harmonica i got more ice he started before yeah. we started recording and we told him to stop <laughs> and, and he, he goes, goes do you need me to put sunglasses on no i need you to stop and i need, I need you to, to stop recording chewing ice he took a break and went and filled up his cup with more crushed ice and coors light <laughs> soon to be another sponsor we'll see yeah no, you know, I'm from the 50s, so, like, I don't know how all this stuff works. <laughs> well, speaking... Like, when, like when my I'd go to my parents' house, and I don't know if you guys know what a VCR is, but the light would always be blinking midnight. Beep, beep, beep. 
and I'd change the thing, and I'd come back. I'm like, well, like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And now that's me. Like Peter Hannigan, my other son, goes. He can always tell when Dad was on the computer because he goes to Google to go to Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah. What about it? He's like. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> well, that was like when we walked in and we were talking about our second episode, and you're like, well, I only heard one. And we're like, well, the second one should have automatically updated, and we find out that PJ sent you a direct link to the first one, and you have absolutely no idea how VIP to get... access is what I called that. Yeah, you threw your phone at your kid and said, <laughs> yeah. download, download the app. Yeah. Download me this. And have Jenny get me a Coors Light, whoever she is. Speaking of guys <laughs> She's who are... our assistant. Who are out of touch? What about Wally when he got his first uh, happy holidays? <laughs> well, Wally's one of my oldest and dearest pals. He's no longer with us because he's just he he died. You know that's what happens when you're no longer with us. <laughs> that or you just leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I guess he could have. Le- he did. He left. <laughs> he's no longer. Yeah. But uh, we're we're at a holiday fraternity party, and I've known Wally my entire life. He lived like twelve houses from me. We always hung out. We always got in trouble together. And we we were at a fraternity party, which neither of us were members of, and we're leaving the fraternity party at Christmas. And some guy, nice guy, you know, and it's like his little sweater at Northwestern, like, "Hey, happy holidays!" And Wally stops in his tracks and turns around, and says, "Where I'm from, motherfucker, it's a Merry Christmas," and lays him out. <laughs> and at, at this point, we are running for our lives through the campus of Northwestern with a bunch of kids chasing us. Neither one of you guys went to no, Northwestern. No, we didn't go to school there, but it was a party. There was girls. We were on break. <laughs> Whatever, you know? You got to go to where the action is, as my father used to say. <laughs> Yeah, but his action was like World War Two. Your action was the Northwestern campus yeah. in Evanston. Yeah, but then later in life, he became a creature of like the comfort habits. He liked you know to gamble at his country club and do all this nonsense. Vices, yeah. He he loved he loved vices. The eighty five Bears. Mm-hmm. Listen, to this nonsense. This guy oh, bet a hundred dollars on the first game, wins, doubles down, wins, doubles down, all the way to the eleventh game. If you pull out a calculator, you're like. This guy was like mentally retarded. <laughs> There's no way you'd put that much money on the line. It lost it all. What happened? Oh, no big deal. Next week, put a hundred bucks on it. <laughs> yeah, of course. And just kept rolling to the Super right Bowl. He's like, you know, because he thinks he should have been dead, which he probably should have been. An 18 year old in Europe getting shot at. He did. did he did get shot twice. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but by that point, he was also like. 50 or 60 years old when the Bears won the Super Bowl? Well, 85. Yeah, he was uh, 61. Okay. so he, 61 he, with he, the new math. He lived a pretty math. full life between when he was getting shot at in World War yes. II and gambling on the Bears' Super Bowl. Yeah, he lived an incredibly full life. Yeah. And, and sometimes my mother's dismay. <laughs> well, and to watching his son tell him how he owns a business, but yeah. turns out he just steals bikes and yeah. sells them well, to other well, kids. I also own Bud Windsor Paving. Oh, boy. <laughs> tell named, me more. <laughs> named after... Describe it to they, me. Uh, I worked at a, at a Catholic uh, grade school as a janitor, and and after work, we the, the, the people in town would hire us to do all sorts of work, and one of them was to tar their driveway. So it was like super easy. It was like nineteen dollars for the, the can of tar. Excuse me, ice ice burp. <laughs> <laughs> and then we tar it, and we're like, we need a name because we're gonna advertise this thing. So we're like, we love drinking Budweiser, and we know how to tie Windsor tie knots. So we called ourselves Bud Windsor Paving. LLC. The other guys have gone on to become a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so, what did you do? <laughs> no, I've gone on to an illustrious career as a junk removal man. <laughs> yeah. you, you may remember our sponsor from well, Yes, you from may remember. Yeah. We're talking with the junk king. Yeah. So he's talking to the king right now. He, he's in the he was a doctor and you were a garbage man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I always tell Maggie, my daughter Maggie, you know, do you know your friends all know that your dad's like a garbage <laughs> man? She's like, stop, dad. I'm like, well, that's what I am. We go to people's houses and we get garbage. But it, well, you get paid for it, which is the most important thing. Yeah, we're not going to go there for free. Well, it's funny because garbage is one of those things that like people don't care what it costs. Just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. it's like haircuts. <laughs> well, I mean, like I know you care what it costs because you get like $7 haircuts. That's right. But... <laughs> Have you ever, ever seen my hair? If this was a live feed. <laughs> I remember when you had your Dr. Emmett Brown hair. <laughs> Oh, oh. Uh, but that was was that before your brain aneurysm or like right after? Uh, who is Doctor Emmett Brown from Back to the Future? Christopher Lloyd. Oh, the yeah. best from Taxi. Please recruit <laughs> Yo, him yeah. from his real role, Taxi. <laughs> the Reverend Jim. We weren't alive when Taxi came oh, out. Yeah, you were. He was the Reverend Jim. No, we weren't alive when Ta- yeah, she wasn't Taxi shows? in the seventies. No, 80. Uh, 80 what? 70, 70, late 70s, early 80s. Okay, well, I when was born I was in the late 80s. Late 80s Mercedes. You've never seen those, though? I know of them. I've never watched Ugh, Taxi. The but Reverend Jim. That's his breakout role. Well, that was... FYI, Taxi came out September 12th, 1978. Yeah, oh, it was close. Late 70s, late 70s yeah. early 80s. Like, yeah. what, what, FYI yourself? No, that was, neither one of us were alive. That was Danny DeVito, Christopher Lloyd. 78, you're graduated high school. Yeah. You Danny. old fuck. Yeah, I'm old. Born in 59. <laughs> Do you mean Frank Reynolds? Frank Reynolds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's also a man who wears many hats like Patch. Yeah. yeah. And He's he a... also wears Crocs like Patch. And I noticed there's a, a strange pair of Crocs in my hallway. This... I, and I, I, t- I said, I'm not, I'm not a man who shies away from Crocs. I used to be anti-Crocs. Until, until you got into the comfort zone. Well, when we got the dog, I got a pair of Crocs just to like wear to take her out and stuff. Um, and then started wearing them. As you get more and more walks. comfortable, your Croc radius not... gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's true. It's, <laughs> like, it's like 35 <laughs> miles now, isn't it, Ray? No, I wear them out and have to buy new ones yeah. all the time. But it's what, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those like for Pat, Patch has the fancy dress Crocs. They're leather. Yeah. Well, DOS also has oh, leather Crocs. He's a man I don't of know if they're really leather. I think they're kind of like I think leather. It's, it's supposed yeah, to be leather. It's supposed leather. to look like it's, leather. Yeah, it's a leather like material. Yeah, yeah. It's waterproof. It's like your grandmother's couch. All the looks and none of the cost. Go ahead and spill on it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just wipe it down. We've got it covered in Scotch Guard. Yeah, my grandmother did. She had a foil Christmas tree that changed colors. And she had a plastic-covered couch we were allowed to sit on only during the holidays. Just <laughs> like, what? what I that, never, that, I, that makes no sense. I never like, understood that where people would cover their couches in plastic. Well, and, and so they log, like, 10 hours of sitting time over 15 years. They take the plastic off, and you know as a drunk man, they just, like, disintegrate after. Yeah. yeah. You, you can sit on the couch during the Christmas holiday. Yeah, and that's That it. was her deal. I don't want to. It's covered <laughs> like, in plastic. I looked at my dad. I'm like, why with this fucking crazy bitch's house? He's, he's like, because she's my mom and we have to pay homage to her. I'm like, you should have shot her when you got back from World War II. <laughs> Bitch didn't even show up at your wedding. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Ranting. Hey, that's my family you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, Cousin Ray. Uh, people know me. Kind of, I'm kind of a little at times. Can you know speak the truth? Well, yeah. people used to blame it on your brain aneurysm until everyone's like, "Well, no, that's how he was before. Yeah, no, he <laughs> now was he the just same. has an excuse." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I survived that. I've had a broken neck, been hit by a cab. 
I'm used, here on the podcast, alive and well. Used to throw dummies on cars when they would stop at your road barricades. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't really bad kids. We were just you were bad kids. Good. I don't think like we already in, covered that you you weren't bad in the '60s. I don't think anyone's parents were ever home. You know the cartoon Charlie Brown is that before wah, 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 Yeah, wah, remember wah, how wah. they never had parents? No, well, they talked they like did. that. Yeah, they talked like well, DJs. We our parents were every Friday and Saturday night. Your parents left the house at five, and they got home at two in the morning. I don't know what was going on there, but that's what they did. And not like when we were raising kids, we were on top of you people like flies. You know, never mind. Um, so, anyways, the the next door neighbor had a an illegal helper. I don't want to say immigrant in this day and age because she was an awesome lady named Elsie, well, like a housekeeper or nanny or what. She's a yeah. housekeeper. They made her wear. You can a, just a, say that they made her wear a blue uniform, like one of those bad waitress uniforms. Oh, well, that's the sixties. Yeah. it was like ridiculous. Yeah. And so they, her, these neighbors' parents were gone. The kids were the same age, and the whole neighborhood just spilled out. And like the parents would leave, and it was like mayhem in the neighborhood. It was fantastic, actually. So. We used to build uh, hefty bags. We used to be filled with grass clippings, and we would build a wall of those things, and cars would have to stop. <laughs> and we would take turns getting up in the tree with a dummy. Elsie, the, the housekeeper lady in the uniform, made us, and we would throw it on the windshield of the car. Did the dummy have a uniform? The dummy was fully clothed. <laughs> it had a head. It had shoes. And you would, as the guy was, you wouldn't, when he stopped, you didn't do it. You did it as he was rolling up to the barricade. So he would slam on the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then we'd all take off, and the guy'd get out of his car like he thinks he killed someone because in the 60s, after sundown, every adult was fucked up on something. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking ran over. I hit kid. another kid. Fuck. And, another then, kid. And, then he, and then he'd grab it, and he'd be like all pissed off. And instead of like, he wouldn't do anything. He'd just get in his car because he was really thankful he didn't kill anyone. Yeah, he was hammered. He and was just, like, I got to get home. He would just throw the dummy over on the side of the road and back up. And we'd be like, okay. Okay. Line it, it up again, again it boys. And then we used to take garbage cans with a rope or, or string on them. And then they'd come <laughs> and the garbage cans would slam against the side of their car. And they would chase us. And we loved the chase. You guys probably we, fucked up their doors we, with metal yeah, garbage cans. Instead of scaring, scarring them mentally, you just scraped their car. Yeah. <laughs> and then we lived on a golf course that didn't have a fence. So we used to go green sliding out there. And all the golf course workers would chase us. Okay, you're gonna have to touch on what green sliding is. Well, on the golf for the uneducated, stop doing the ice, breaking ice. <laughs> Got to cool the pipes down, as the old man would Gotta say. Got to cool down the pipes, Patrice. Come on, Patrice. Ah, um, greens. The the, the the golf courses would get watered every night, so the greens were like ice. <laughs> so you would run out there and slide across them, just trashing the greens. Once again, we weren't bad kids. Just you guys were bad boys, good men. We know that. No, so you're just, still a just, bad boy. We just had no hands. Oh, I have a way worse fucking up a golf course golf course story after with that. your brother. Nope. <laughs> worse so than you, that. You would slide across it, and if you did it right, you could slide off into the um, sand trap. So, yeah, it was great. And these guys took offense to it and would chase us in the carts all over the golf because it was their job to keep it all pristine. nice. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Really like that, Pete. Why don't you elaborate on your? Yeah, so um, allegedly, uh, when when it snowed out a little bit, there would be no one on the golf courses. So if you happen to know someone who had like a four by four vehicle, maybe like a Jeep Grand Cherokee or or a Wrangler, you could drive it on the golf course and jump about, the sand dunes. How about a tan the sand GMC 
a tan GMC pickup truck, perhaps. Oh, maybe a Sierra? Yeah, maybe a Sierra. No, it was not a Sierra, if you're trying to guess who it was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Although guy, that that is that would be that would probably be my first well, guess. Well, that guy had a pool in our driveway in the back of a Sierra. That, that was actually, no, that was an F one fifty. That was not a Sierra. Asked me, I got home from work. He's like, "How was your day today?" <laughs> as we're lounging in the back of a not truck as good pool. as yours mobile hot tub. So that was a. I think that was summer of Tanaka. That was summer of Tanaka. But that was something that almost we also got. had deep fried Twinkies. We oh, we we're going to fry everything. Yeah, we well, <laughs> we're going to circle around to that at some point. We can touch on that stuff later if we want to keep working on your bad boy good man. Um fine young man. When when you were you a bread man first before you worked at the Merc? Uh I I was a bread man for a very small time. Yeah. Okay, when how did you get the so you're in Home Alone one, the original <laughs> Home Alone film star. Yes. Yeah, we probably should have mentioned that on the intro, but you yeah. are in Home Alone yes. for like three seconds, but it's not like you're passing by. You are the focal point. It's when Kevin is walking home and he looks into a house and there's a whole family like putting the, the yeah. tree up and everything. You're the one who's like hanging something on the tree and they focus on you for like three seconds. Well, why wouldn't they, Ray? Well, yeah, no shit. Fun, fun fact, his now, blue Volkswagen Golf yeah. is parked in the driveway of that <laughs> also house. Also got paid. Yep, they got paid the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did you rope your way into Whoa, that role? Someone found me, Raymond. <laughs> I didn't rope my way into that role. How many doors did you have to knock on to get into I'm that role? He said knock on. Um, <laughs> I, no, I was, I, was, I was selling roofing, and some guy's like, you ever think about being in the movies? I'm like. What's hey, buddy, I'm not coming yeah. in your basement yeah. if that's what you're what's asking. This, what's this word we're not going to use guy want from me? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, yeah. So he said, oh, some guy's going to call you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I didn't think of that. And sure enough, they called. And they're like, hey, you want to be in a movie? I'm like, yeah, who doesn't want to be in a movie, right? <laughs> so I went to the movies. I, I stood around for about nine hours. It's really boring. And then I had it is. peanut M&Ms with the guy with the curly hair, the the... In Home Alone 2, the taller of Joe, Marv. not Joe Pesci, Marv. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the not Joe Pesci one. <laughs> Daniel Stern. Yeah, Daniel Stern. He was also in Home Alone 1, which is the movie you're in and talking yeah. about. Yes. And a fantastic yeah. fella. Just a really nice, engaging guy. But I can see why these guys all have like problems, because there's too much downtime. It's just standing around, waiting for something to happen. And you're in that, that scene, three seconds long, maybe, like you were saying, Ray. I was in that... I was in that family room for like two and a half, three hours. Jesus. And anyone who knows me knows I can't sit still for 10 seconds. That's how we had to take a break so you can get more fucking yeah. crushed ice. I got to get some crushed <laughs> did you Did you have a rider for that role at that time or no? You weren't big enough at the time. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I didn't have an agent. I didn't have a... I got a second movie out of it though. Okay. Father Jim. Now, I had heard rumors and I don't know if it's true so I might as well ask you. I swear to God, if you chew the fucking <laughs> Uh, were you asked Go to on, be Ray. in Home Alone 3? Uh, no. I read for Home Alone 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because no, because you look like the dad from Home Alone, kind of. No, oh, I was... Peter that, McAllister, oh, I was, yeah. the father. <laughs> His friends called him Pete. Um, uh, no, I was asked to be a stand-in in that movie. Which, okay. Which is even a worse job, because he's at the hotel doing whatever movie stars do, and you stand there, and they do, like, for five hours. For, like, they, lighting shit. Yeah, and lighting and stuff. And then they go, okay, goes, you can go get yourself a bag of M&M's. Thanks. <laughs> I'm out. Have some more peanut yeah. M&M's with the curly yeah. Yeah. guy who's like the co-star of the movie yeah, yeah whatever 
No, so one, one, one half of the Wet Bandits. With, uh, I also did a film with Roger Daltrey of the Who fame. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> Named Father Jim. Uh, not so good, because that was my last movie. And uh, I haven't like seen that is, one. Yeah, I think it went direct to video in England. <laughs> um, That's how you kinda, know it's a good one. Yeah, kind of like um, this podcast. Probably my last podcast, my last film, you know. No way. Yeah, I guarantee we're gonna get emails from people have that fucking maniac effect on your podcast. Does that guy have a handler? Is he in society? Well, the best part. Okay, so after that, you went to go work at the Mercantile Exchange, yeah, and you I'm, were were like, uh, not even a you were a fish in a giant pond. You were not even close to being the biggest maniac on that floor. Oh no, that was just filled with <laughs> psychopaths. I, I, so I finally decided I was gonna get real about my life, and I got a, a serious job at a serious investment bank. Who we probably shouldn't mention because yeah, cause they, uh, they sue everyone for anything. <laughs> um, but I worked there for 25 years. I had a, a fantastic career with them. And, you know, thanks. I tip my hat to them. They gave me a lot of good stuff. There's actually like a money. globe in your you, office. You right should here say from thank them. you. They paid for your education. You should yeah. say thank you. Um, but that place is literally the biggest collection of lunatics assembled in one place outside maybe the military or and, Australia. Or. <laughs> I was going to say the prison systems. Well, that's well, what Australia was. <laughs> it was <Wow>. a penal colony. <laughs> I don't know how our family ended up there, but any, I mean, you've got that's you've got like point. you've got bikers, you've got drunks, you've got druggers, you've got gays, you've got you've got gangbangers, you got black dudes, white dudes, Puerto Rican, you got everybody. Somehow it all works, and everyone's friends. It makes no sense. It's like the United Nations of degenerates. Doesn't matter yeah. where you but came from. Everybody is like. Everyone's just friendly and happy and glad to see each other. Like, you got born-again Christians talking to bikers about shit, and you're like, how does this work? Are they glad to see each other, or just, like, they found a job that they can swear, they can buy whatever they want, they can do whatever. <laughs> like, they just... Oh, I see what this they is going. This is not going free- there, Raymond. They found some freedom, and, like, because there well, was... I think they found a place where they could be, like, do what they like to do, but still get paid. That's what I mean. Like, they they can and be like themselves. A decent, yeah. I mean, a ridiculously decent... That's what salary. I mean. Like, they, they made good money... And all their other friends are like trash bags working dead yeah. end jobs, and they're like make they're they're idiots. Like not not you, but I mean some no, of the people no, there. No, were like I, I worked there. I was one of the idiots. PJ was an idiot. Everybody worked there. Was there. An idiot. Yeah, I mean, and there they was, all had a great time. There's one guy who was a trade checker there, and that that you don't need. He just had a job there. You don't even know what trade checker is because to go into it would take an hour. But <laughs> he worked there, and every day there'd be one of these stories he comes in on like tuesday morning he's like you're not gonna believe what happened to me last night <laughs> i'm like okay what happened he's like so i'm in a bar which every oh, story God. every story at the merc starts i was in a bar yeah, of course. well because they leave work and go and, and, to a bar yeah, two o'clock in the afternoon they go to the bar downstairs yeah. and then they continue yeah. on to other it's, bars it's three o'clock in the afternoon so he picks up some nice young lady i'm sure he's a fine young lady and so she's like, we should go back to my place. It's now like midnight. So this guy's been drinking for nine hours. So, you know, he's a gentleman, according to him. And he's like, she's like, I have to walk my dog. He's like, no, I'll walk the dog for you. <laughs> she's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, sure. I'll be right back. He's so drunk. He doesn't know where the apartment is. I hate when that happens. He's got this dog. And so he comes in the next day. He's like, I got this dog. At like my apartment, I don't know what to fucking do with it because I can't figure out where I was and I don't know who this girl is. So we're like, this is what you need to do. You need to take that dog every day after work to the bar. 
So every day for Go back a week, he goes to the bar, and the bartender's like, sorry, pal. She's not here yet. We don't know who the fuck's looking for that dog you keep bringing in here. <laughs> so finally, like day six, she shows up. She's like, you stole my dog, you fucking asshole. And the bartender's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. This guy's been here every day of the week. I go, so what happened? He goes, I took her home. What do you think happened? <laughs> Uh, was, there's a quality girl. Was this Nikki the Fork? Uh, no, this is not <laughs> Nikki the Fork. Can we can we talk about Nikki the Fork? Who again? You don't need to know who he was. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> With the we ice, used to call you again. the Ice Man. Ah, he's the Ice Man. So, so sorry. So Nikki um, the Fork. We you don't need to know about him. You just need to know how he got the nickname. Hey, how you doing, everybody? That's how Nikki talked. Okay. So Nikki, once again. I was at a you bar. Can't believe what happened? I was in a bar last night, which means three thirty in the afternoon. Hey, you guys afternoon. will never believe what happened. You can't. This is how we talked. You can't believe what happened to me last night. So he's in a bar and he's hanging out being Nicky. Just he, he never stops talking. He's like one of those characters from Goodfellas that he's not Joe in the Pesci, movie. Yeah, yeah, but he's not in the oh. movie really. But he's like, but you're always looking at him on the screen, like, what is this guy doing here? How is he alive? So, anyways. <laughs> Sorry. So he's in the bar, and it's 3.30 in the afternoon, and he's talking some shit, and some guy starts impersonating him. Hey, what are you doing over there? And Nikki's like, what the fuck? Fucking guy, fucking, you know, crazy Italian guy. Ray, you know what I'm talking about. He's about 5'6", weighs about 110 pounds. He finally had enough of the guy. He stabs him in the throat with a fork. <laughs> the guy's laying on the floor, and Nikki's standing over him going, Allegedly. I don't hear you talking now. <laughs> so he bolts out the door. The cops show up. The bartender's like, never seen him. I think he was a homeless guy. He's in there every day. Well, that's because he His didn't His name just, is now Nicky the, the Fork. It's one of the perks of being a regular. Well, yeah, he was a regular at a bar, and this guy who came in was not a regular, but kind of well-known in uh, Chicago. I believe he may or may not have played some professional football. Yeah, Allegedly. possibly so, for a team in Chicago that rhymes with the heirs. Yeah, <laughs> and you know... I'm looking at it like the guy deserved it. Why are you picking on some skinny little Italian kid from the West Side? I mean, they probably both deserved it. Cause <laughs> yeah, Nikki the Fork kind of sounds like a prick. So his name is just <laughs> The Fork. And I don't know, now that people brought up the fact that we use the word prick all the time, kind of makes me I want feel to like use this has been a prick-heavy episode. Yeah, a lot, of sure. prick, a lot of prick in this episode. I've only said it once. I said dick a bunch of times. Yeah. I've said plenty of things that we probably shouldn't say again. Well, yeah. But... Sorry. Depends on who you ask. Nikki the Fork wasn't I'm like the sorry. first guy to get in a fight at Mark, the Merc, though. People would just brawl down at on the floor. Yeah. I mean, the inmates were running the prison. Yeah, yeah they were running the asylum. Yeah, I, I worked there. I know. Can we say the Merc? No, maybe it was the Board of Trade. We can't say the Merc, can we? Allegedly. It was some sort of It was Lehman Brothers. Building. It was the Mid-Am Exchange, now closed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember PJ and I went to go visit you one day at work, and there was this big... <laughs> sorry, Ray. Sorry, Ray. There was sorry, this big-ass dude who worked with you or next to you or whatever, who didn't he play football somewhere at some point? Uh, everyone there either was a wrestler or played some football. Yeah, because yeah. this guy was one of those, like, he looked like a strong man. Yeah. Like, he was big and fat, but looked like he can carry around a ball, a big stone That's, ball. It's called an Atlas stone. It, yeah, an Did Atlas you stone. watch the World's Strongman competition? I watched on mute. He Sorry. is one of the World's Strongman. Also one of the nicest guys on the planet. Well, so I get and there. And also absolutely terrifying I get the first there, time i met him he looks like he, shrek no the first time i met him I, he grabbed my hair and started yanking my head around and goes you know how i know you need a fucking haircut and then and then he lets go of my head and goes 
punch me as hard as you can. I was like, who That's the what he did. fuck are you? He comes up to me and he's like, hey, you're a big guy. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. And he was yeah, like, here. He's like, here, punch me as hard as you can. I'm like, uh, no, thank no. you. And he was like, no, 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 just punch me as hard as you can, right in the stomach. I'm like, Isn't that no. how Houdini died? And he was like, no, I want you to punch me. I'm Allegedly. like, well, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't want to punch you because if I do, you're probably going to punch me back and send me through that wall. Yes. And he just turned around and that was it. End of that. Get me a box of steam. A bucket of steam? Bucket of steam. Go get me a bucket of steam, kid. Well, you could get anything on the mercantile Except black Except for a bucket of steam because yeah. that was what they did to fuck with people. You get anything on the merc floor. Hey, can you go to the nurse's office? Get me a bucket of steam. It's, uh, it's, you uh, get it's medicine. You get videos down there, Ray. It, 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 clear, it clears you up. And so I was. Uh, this was like my second day working there. After he already scared me and was like, hey, punch me as hard as you can. He's like, hey, can you go get me a bucket of steam from the nurse's office? And I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> so I was like, I had to find the nurse's office. I was like walking around. A I was cubicle like, in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, in the I was like, uh, does anyone know where the nurse's office is? They're like, yeah, it's, it's over there. So I go to the nurse's office. And I was like, hey, uh, do you guys have bucket of steam? <laughs> and the nurse just looks get at me and shakes her head. And she goes, Ugh. Who sent you over here? Tell them they're a fucking douche. Yeah. Marianne, nice lady. That was the first time that I went to the nurse's office. Hello. What about that one time when that guy bought something that you thought was a sack lunch in a brown paper bag and turned out to not be a sack lunch? Uh, yeah. Like, you could get anything. We're not going to say what that is. But it's something that you can maybe buy illegally in parts of this country it rhymes with higher arm yeah you could buy something that rhymed with higher yeah, arm on the floor you guys are definitely getting sued it sounds like allegedly this. it was alleged but it's alleged yeah. we don't know we don't know if that happened that, i don't that think could it really just be the, rumors, the rumors were that this guy actually bought it on the floor sold it to another guy and he took it off the floor and the guards are like, you got a sandwich in that bag? He's like, no, okay. Then go no, ahead. it's a fully automatic weapon. Yeah. And he the guard said, was like, all right, yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of yeah, here, Yeah, he goes, no, that's it's like a, that, that didn't happen. That's the stuff of legend. That's, it's a, yeah, quote, that's the stuff of legend. Yeah, if you didn't know the guy and see it in the brown bag. It's stuff of legend. <laughs> I never saw it. <laughs> wow, you guys are brutal. What, did you not read my writer? <laughs> you have no, we, a writer. I remember you mailed it to me, and I opened up the letter and saw what it was and threw it right out. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Isn't that, yeah. the, name, isn't that the name of this show? <laughs> wow. Couldn't you get a bunch of DVDs, like burned oh, you, movies you at the market? Yeah, too? you could from Black. And Beef Jerky. Yep. Yeah, you could get. Uh, there was a guy who sold Cameron on Friday afternoons. And sold you movies. They were a do- five dollars for a movie, and he called. He built him. He's a black gentleman, and he built himself out as African American Black gentleman. Buster when Blockbuster was still alive still and alive. kicking at the time. Blockbuster. <laughs> for those of you, you who don't buy, know, and, Blockbuster was a video rental store, and, <laughs> and his deal was you could buy one movie for five or three for fifteen. How could you not get yeah. three for fifteen? Yeah. Like, Deals on about, wheels. What about two for ten? Don't be messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with my system. Can't do the math, can you? <laughs> Would he take returns if you weren't uh, pleased? No, absolutely no, no. One guy's like, hey, I could hear the guy talking in the theater. <laughs> he's like, he's like, too bad, buyer beware. They weren't even screeners. Yeah. They were just no. videotaped. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was some guy with a videotape. He probably paid him 10 bucks and bought him popcorn. Want to see a movie? <laughs> Make 50 copies. 
It's like when Kramer but, and Newman hire the homeless guys for the rickshaws. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but some of his... Well, speaking of homeless guys, didn't you oh have a buddy? Oh, my God, Didn't no. you have a buddy who retired and then came to work the next day, except didn't come in? Yeah, he retired for a day. Yeah, he's still <laughs> working day. this day, one yeah. day. And then he, there was a this really shady bar slash liquor store named Cal's. And he'd be like, hey, I, th- I think I met your... It's closed. <laughs> the link exist anymore. Yeah, whatever. Nick, whatever. It, whatever. It's a shady... It's a, That's what it is. It's right there. So he's, the first time he comes back, he's like, hey, I think I met your dad. I'm like, impossible. He's been dead <laughs> since fucking 82. He's like, no, no, dude. The guy at Cal's. Yes. I go, how is my dad? He goes, because I said, hey, uh, you got to give me a couple Budweiser's. I gave him a five. I go, you got change? He goes, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, definitely your dad. So he used to hang out there when he was retired, and he would tell all the homeless. Quote, unquote. For one home- day, for 24 would, hours. Yeah, but then he would hang out after work and tell the homeless guys he got fired. <laughs> and, and he always wanted to buy him a beer, but he couldn't because he had way too much money in his pocket. He pulled it out, he'd get rolled. He'd be like, the man's <laughs> keeping me down too, man. <laughs> Well, this is the same guy. Who, he lives in Indiana. Whoa, so he, whoa, whoa. Too much information, right? Oh, my God. He's, this guy gives off first and last names. And I, I know. Just say, one guy, half the people who worked at the Merck lived in Indiana. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he True was... Statement, uh, allegedly, he well, lives yes, in Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> he True lives statement, Senator. in one of the continental states of yeah. the United States. Yeah, he got pulled over. Well, he, was, he would drive... Yeah, he would drive home every day, oh, you know, like commute to work. And yeah. he would have a beer on his way home. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? He worked hard. He's an American man celebrating his week. Yeah. Picked up a paycheck, heading home. And what happens when he got pulled over? Well, he gets pulled over by, as he says, the most enormous black man he's ever seen in his life <laughs> in a state trooper uniform. And he goes, I am shitting myself. He goes, I am going to jail. The cop knocks, says, sir, have you been licensed, ID, you know, the whole routine, insurance. Have you been drinking? He's like, uh, are we being honest with each other? <laughs> And the guy's like, usually when the cop asks you a question, honesty is the best policy. So he well, goes, well, okay. So I, uh, yeah, I have been drinking. He goes, where were you drinking? Are we still being honest with, our, with each other? He goes, yes, sir, we're still being honest with each other. In my car. The cop's like, in, in your car? He's like, yeah, in my car. He's like, how many beers did you have in your car? He goes, I had one. The cop goes, you had one beer in your car? He goes, yes. He goes, where is it? He goes, it's under the seat. He goes, okay, you had one beer. He goes, I had one beer. He goes, if you can produce that one beer, I will let you go home. So half goes, oops. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, okay, I can produce that. He pulls a 40 out of his... An empty 40. An empty 40. And the cop goes, that's not one beer. He goes, I said one can. And you said you would let me go. <laughs> so the cop's like... If I ever see you again, <laughs> not only going to arrest you, I'm probably going to do other things to you. So he let him go. A that, man of his word. Honesty goes yeah, a long way. Yeah, that's what they tell me. Well, that's true. What, say. what about that other guy who... Oh, that narrows it down, the yeah, other guy. Yeah, what about Whoa. the other crazy guy who worked there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Which one? Okay, how about the guy who dressed up like a 70s tennis star <laughs> and walked around uh, with a banana as his cell phone? Marty. Are okay. the one man commodity party? We could say his name, but we can't say someone else's name. You oh, can't yeah, say a state where someone lives. In. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, hey, and hey. also, he's a crazy he's, person. He's, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> that guy's been locked he up. He doesn't have life. his banana. PJ, doesn't get podcast. PJ remembers this story better than I do. Uh, yeah, that's actually hilarious. I don't know why, because I don't. Did I work there at that point? I don't I think don't I did. I don't know. I don't know either. 
But anyway, so <laughs> this dude shows up to eat like I just had a total breakdown. Shows up to work one day. He's actually a member of the exchange. Yep. Yep. Not just some clown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not just not just like me, some asshole working there is clerking. But so he shows up with a tennis racket with Patrick just cheered his cheers his mic stand. He shows up with a tennis racket with no strings. I gotta go to dinner soon. And a mustache drawn on in Sharpie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and security was like, excuse me, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to come to work. Can I come in? Look, like, absolutely not, you fucking maniac. And so then the next day, he was dancing around in front of the building, talking on a banana. <laughs> and playing air guitar on a tennis racket, singing, no one will let me trade here yeah. anymore. <laughs> not, to be, not to be confused with the guy in the cattle whose name I didn't know, but you'd see him when you'd go. There was a bathroom, which is like disgusting. And you would see him in there, and he would be drawing with a Sharpie, filling in his receding hairline with a Sharpie. And I'd always be like, hair looks great. He's like. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, the place was a collection of lunatics. But that was a guy who had, like, dark-colored hair. Wasn't there another guy who did that with, like, light-colored <laughs> hair? That's where, yeah, that's where he got... Yeah, he, he was... Yeah, he but, sprayed on something that wasn't a hair product. <laughs> it was just gold some... spray paint? Like, yeah, it was, like, No, it was, like, velvet. Velvet dry, like, Nahaga high. Like, matted yellow <laughs> yeah. paint? Like, G.I. Joe hair. <laughs> Yeah, and no like everyone spray just on flocking. Yeah, I mean that, Johnny Bravo. That bathroom had two inches of piss in it on the floor. Yeah, because as soon as you walked in, you just whip your cock out and start pissing yeah, on the, the floor the guy, the, the, as you're walking to the urinal. The cattle guys were like a thousand, dude, and they'd be like standing there just like pissing as they walked dripping in, on their and, way and they'd in be and talking out. How's your day going, son? <laughs> dude, going aim great. it to the porcelain. Yeah, no man. eye contact. No, no, no eye contact. No, 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 there's like a set of sinks and and then another room up in there. They've already got the thing out instead of sing before they go in the room with you gotta the let it breathe uh, yeah. you I'm gotta let it you gotta air joking, that thing out as soon as you walk in you just take oh, it, it it just smelled in there it was like horrific in that joint but also time. i just i want to circle back because i remember you called me from a cubs game twice hmm. in regards but, uh, to Artie. oh one time you saw him flying oh. down the street on a bicycle Screaming about the Japanese attacking. Yes, <laughs> and then another time, you you were at a Cubs game and you saw him sitting man sitting out in front of the car, in front of the stadium with in his car with his seat fully reclined, <laughs> absolutely blasting techno music and screaming. And then he pops up and he's wearing like a. Um, like Rising Sun, like Kamikaze Bandana. We're under attack. We and gotta he go. Po- he pops his trunk and screams, "We're hit!" And then takes off down Addison at 400 miles an hour. Have you ever been at Wrigley during a, a day game? It's like him surprised you didn't kill anybody. Well, I can't tell if he's like insane Always or insane. just is on like another level. Both. He's yeah. from the future. Like yeah. he's just having a good time. Yeah. He's a Nassau. Yeah, he's he's from Nassau. Oh, like boy. the Bahamas or no, NASA, like space like the space aeronautics space traveling man. Yeah, <laughs> he's from what NASA. Was that? He's having some tangs. He's some from tang NASA and some space sticks. That goes way back to the '60s for you youngsters. I invented, what about spam? I invented space beer once? Spam. Yeah, you can have spam Ugh. in space. 
No, space beer. You mix Tang with Coors Light, and that makes it space beer. You can have one. I'll I'll, I'll sit this one out. <laughs> you got a drug problem over there? No. Right. Do you remember when you tried to kill us when we came down making ba- or bacon and spam sandwiches in the middle of the night? Like 3 a.m. Oh, that's not understandable at all on a Tuesday. <laughs> well, no, but the reason that you were mad was because... Spam smells like death. There it is. Yeah, which is funny because you would talk about how your dad would make everything. That was like... his house. I couldn't be like, hey, <laughs> oh, he's blowing camel knives on me the whole time. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You don't like living here? Well, at no. least we didn't smoke in yeah. your house, yeah. all right? Jeez, we, at least man. We were, at least we weren't it. smoking camel knives in your kitchen while we were cooking spam at dinner blowing the smoke on me and i'd be like really and he'd be like what you own this house I'm like, no. <laughs> you're right i don't Can- well we made a full can and a full pound of bacon enough for everyone in the house yeah, and you we come down with attitude yeah. like we're the jerks yeah, yeah. it's we three o'clock in the morning because there's a lot of people up at three o'clock in the morning on tuesday well well yeah we were wondering what you were doing up anyways the smell i thought my dad was there <laughs> the, the scariest thing my dad he ever rose from the dead <laughs> I gotta tell you a story. Is that about, garbage eggs? My, <laughs> Daddy, you back? How was heaven or hell or wherever they send people like you? But I gotta tell you the the most scared I've ever been in my life, and I don't get really scared. But I don't, you know, not much scares me. I, you people know. Um, I came home late. My dad had a fucking hard. What curf- was what was late? Eleven o'clock was his hard curfew for me. So what time did you 11 get back? O'clock, like eleven fifteen four. <laughs> You know, and then I would sneak back out, but he didn't know that because he, hey, Patrice, she's home. You know? <laughs> I, can <laughs> right out to, the... I can go to bed yeah. now. So I would be, I w- I'm walking, the kitchen is pitch black, and the only thing you see is the glow of a cigarette. I'm like, And oh. what what was he wearing? His What he always wore, his exactly. boxer shorts and a white t-shirt. <laughs> and all I heard was, you're late. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. I'm dead. Don't ever let it happen again. And the glow got big. He walked out. I was like, oh, oh, he's going to stab me in my sleep for sure. My life just flashed yeah. before my eyes. Yeah, and then I would sneak back out. You would sneak lived... out for safety that night. Well, I lived on a pull-out couch. Can't imagine why I have a bad back from the time I was 11 because my sisters needed bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You're right. Yeah, I'm like a dog. The dog was treated better. No yeah. resentment. Yeah, None. No, I don't really care. He... Like, I was going to Nelson's. I can say his last name, Paul Albert Nelson the third. Because this isn't a bad story. I was, going up, I was going up to his lake house. I can say that name, right? I, you can say whatever name yeah. of any oh. of your friends. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> they I go, take issue with you. Yeah. So I go to the old man. I go, oh, yeah, I'm going to head up to Nelson's. If so. anyone takes issue with anything about uh, for the weekend. his interview, just email us. I'll give you his personal My email, like, his uh, phone number. Don't worry about where it. You, where are you going? I go, I'm going to Nelson's house for the weekend. He goes, uh, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I go, why? What's up? He goes, well, your sister's getting married next weekend. I have 50 bushes being delivered in some wood to have a build a fence. I go, okay, who's helping me? He's like, uh, no one. I go, you? He's like, I'm going to the golf course. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. he had to gamble. Yeah, yeah he had to gam- play cards, gamble, <laughs> and then have Patrice meet him for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> Patrice, I'm half in the bag. I'm going to need a ride. Why don't you meet me for dinner? <laughs> I had a short but great life, if you can, think about can, it. Can we talk about who your parents contracted out to cut their lawn? Oh, Mr. Chess! <laughs> no, not yeah. not Mr. Chess. They con- oh, they right. contracted well, his I, son. I saw one guy cut the grass. Okay, so my parents lived kitty corner from the Chess family. I'm using their name because I don't really give a fuck about them. <laughs> Sorry, 
No, we're going to need a disclaimer for this episode. Uh, yeah, disclaimer. This is a two, Not enough disclaimers. This is a two-parter, right? I'm guessing. <laughs> this is part number two right yeah, now. Yeah, we're in it. No. So anyways, Mr. Chez, the Chez, the entire Chez family, Richie, his son, they lived kitty corner from us. And Mr. Chez... Mr. Chaz was like just a weird herald, you know? He was a nice guy, but kind of strange. He would cut his grass every Saturday at 9 a.m. this way and then like cross cut it. So it looked like a ball diamond. Yeah. It was, like, it was awesome, actually. You know, so one one Saturday, I'm out of college. I'm, my dad's like, <laughs> You're playing golf with me. Patrice, the kid's coming over. Make sure there's coffee. You know, so I, I come over. I'm Obviously. Sit, I'm sitting in the kitchen and, uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, they see Mr. Chaz rolling down the street, and he had on a pair of short, short tennis shorts, a white floppy hat. Like 1970s shorts. Yeah. No Just sh- want to clarify. No shirt. And it's a good he's luck. About, he's about 6'3 and weighs about a buck ten, and he's pasty white. He's rolling down with a lawnmower. I'm like, I'm drinking coffee at my parents' table, which overlooks the, the, the front lawn. I'm like, what, like what, where is this guy going? Yeah, whatever. Fuck so I'm reading the here. sports page. I hope the Cubs are losing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not chewing ice now. I'm burping. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Chez, I, I, I lose sight of him because I'm not really paying attention because I don't care. Sorry, I'm moving around the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. I'm like, yeah, hey, my mom's upstairs. My dad's upstairs. And no one lives at the house but them. So, <laughs> I open the door, and it's Mr. Chez. I'm like, oh, hey, Mr. Chez, how are you? Hello. <laughs> all he says. I'm like, are you here to sleep with my what mom? The <laughs> We're not at the golf course yet, Mr. Chess. Oh, You're so early. Like, Come back in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. We're leaving. So, Mr. Chess. Disregard the dog parking yeah. in the background. That's Richie Chess. So, I, I go, Mr. can I help you out, Mr. Chess? He's like, uh Literally, I've had one conversation before this in my life with this clown. So he's like, my son, Richard. I go, okay, your son, Richard. He's not here. Yeah, where is he's he? Like, he was contracted out to cut your family's grass every Saturday at like 10. I'm like, okay, whatever. And he's like, well, he didn't come home last night. I'm like, well, he's definitely not here because my parents live here alone. Okay? And I guarantee you, they're not into that kind of shit. <laughs> So he's like, so I'm gonna honor the Chez name. Like, who the fuck is this? Like the Chez Wes family fortune? I probably. Who the fuck knows? Maybe. So I'm like, who's the name? We can't be sure. Cheese whiz. Cheese whiz. Would you like to come in and share some cheese with my mom while we're at the golf course? Hey, creep! My dad's still here. No, save a couple bucks. Get the Chez Whiz. Yeah, yeah, keep the Chez Whiz to yourself. So he's like, "Don't get the Chez Whiz." It's too fancy. Yeah, we are. Okay, so he came. He he knocks on the door, and and he's like, "So I'm gonna honor the Chez name." Chez Whiz. Okay, like gonna do push-ups in the driveway. (laughs) That's what you're doing here. He's like, "No, I'm gonna cut your grass." I'm like, "You're gonna cut the grass, Mr. Chez?" He's like. Yes, because Richie didn't come home and someone has to do it. I'm like, have at it. <laughs> shut the door. So he's cutting the grass. He's doing a really pretty nice job out there. You know, did he cross cut it? Like he did not cross cut it. So my fuck. mom comes down and she's like, "Oh hi, honey. Are you here to play golf with your dad?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am." So she goes, get, "I'm having a coffee. Watch." And then she looks, and you'd have to the visual. She's like. She looks out. She bends down, looks out very, the window, looking very confused right <laughs> very now. Confused. 
is that Mr. Chez cutting our grass? I go, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why is Mr. Chez going to grass? I go, because he raised a deadbeat son. Because <laughs> he's honoring his family's name. She goes, I'm, I'm, I don't understand what you're talking about right now. I go, I don't understand Mr. why Mr. Chez is cutting our grass right now. He's deadbeat, and his kid didn't come home, and he's honoring the name, and he's going to cut the grass. She's like, you talk to him. I'm like, yeah, I talked to him. She's like, and you said it was okay? I go, yeah, why wouldn't I? He, he's I'm the, not cutting the yeah. grass. Exactly. I go, because I know I'm going golf with the old man, which comes with about 10 beers, and I'm going to have to come home at 4 and cut the grass. Not happening. <laughs> She's like, you have to go out there and talk to Mr. Chad. It definitely would have gotten cross Right now then. and tell him not to cut the grass. I go, he's halfway done. He's edging. I'm waiting till he's done. Let him finish, Ma. <laughs> or as I called her, Patrice, too, because, you know, now we're like peers. You let him honor his family's out. name. Well, I actually yeah. called her Mayor of the Pear because at one point her shape got very pear like. I'm sure she <laughs> and, my dad and was your like, dad loved that yeah, nickname. I'm he sure was, that was well received. Well, he was just like, ooh. Ooh. He didn't say anything about it. But then she tightened it up after that. So he probably, you know, whatever. Yeah. So Mr. Chez cut the grass, and my my dad came down, and he's like, is that Mr. Chez cutting our grass? I go, yeah, he raised a deadbeat son. He goes, huh, eh, whatever, let's go. <laughs> not a, even a, a honk when he left the garage. No, we just, he was cutting our grass when we walked down the walk. Hey, Mr. Chez, sunblock on the shoulders, pal. <laughs> Hey, actually, I just got a, um email right now from Richie Chez. No, it's actually from Cheswiz. They want to oh. be. They want to. They want to be a sponsor. Well, when they cough up the cash, we'll They're, put them I, on. I, so yeah, I told don't them, mention the I name told, again. I told them send send me some coffee. Yeah. We'll talk. Wow. So that pretty much sums up my youth. Well, let's get into adulthood, which was spending a lot of youthful times with your friend Chris. Oh. Can I say his last name, or you no, said no? No, no, we'll, no, we'll just go with Chris on this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, my favorite story again, with him once again passed away. Yeah. If you're friends with me, the chances are you're probably yeah, not going to be. It doesn't long. look good. That's why we're family, not yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, was when he saved everyone's Christmas card from one year, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the next year sent them all back their own card. Would sign them with his name and family's name and tell them to have a wonderful Christmas and send them back their own Christmas card. From the year before. Yeah. So like the Hannigan family, us, would send a Christmas card, and then we'd get it back from him, and it would say, best wishes, Chris, blank, and family. Happy, Merry Christmas, whatever he said. Definitely not happy holidays. <laughs> and then I was like, is he just fucking with me? So then I ran to someone else. They're like, what's wrong with your buddy? <laughs> I go, he's doing that to everybody. Yeah. It's so great. Apparently <laughs> that's just mm. everyone. Mm. <clears throat> Course Light sponsored me. Not you guys, but me. <laughs> they paid you for your limo to come yeah. on this pod. I'm a professional. Yeah. Didn't well, he also used to... Didn't you guys both pick up garbage from around the neighborhood and throw it all over each other's lawns? Yeah, I put lawns. As adults. Him. This isn't like kids. Like no, you guys yeah, are no this is he was, like he was 45, my, 50 my, years yeah, old. Yeah, with he was, children. He was literally like my best pal in life, him and Paul Albert Nelson. I'll say Nelson's last name because he's just a solid character. <laughs> and he should get, you know, he should he get needs kudos, full credit. kudos for that, for hanging out with me. Um, we so we're not telling embarrassing so stories about him. him. We grew up down the street from each other. <laughs> we're just talking about how great he is. And then we happened to live across the street when we were raising our families. I guess you can all figure out who it is now. And we used to um, pick up garbage, whatever we could find, and then 
fuck with the other guy when he's out of town. Like one time, I put lawn furniture all over his garage roof. <laughs> so when he came home, he's like, you fucker. But the worst thing is, this guy couldn't sleep. So whatever you did to him, you got it twice as bad the next morning or two mornings later at like 3.30 in the morning because that's when he woke up. Yeah, like he legitimately couldn't sleep. Like he was just like up in the middle of the night. This guy drove sleep. a Jaguar, a really nice black Jaguar, and I moved into this house. And this guy, I didn't have a fence yet, and this guy, Julie's at the sink, and she should, knows I'm really well. Should, wait, should we call Julie in here real nah, quick? Well, maybe. And he pulls, he pulls in around the backyard in his car, beeps like as a drive-thru window and says, is Patrick home? Can he come out and play? <laughs> and Julie's like, what the fuck? No, and she you doesn't even swear. Fuck. And he just laughed and drove away. He yeah. was, he was then, in life to just laugh. And then Julie was like, kids, look both ways when you're going into the backyard. <laughs> There's traffic. There's traffic if Mr. What's-His-Name is here. <laughs> Didn't he landscape your yard with old Christmas trees? Yeah, yeah. and one neighbor's like, uh, did you get your yard landscaped? I'm like, in the middle of the winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I go, and With fucking pine needles. He must have, it must have taken him hours to lay these things out. It was beautiful. What? You'll edit that shit out. Good God. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. We're not editing shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do want to get in a fight with you right now a fight? over oh, let me my, get some, oh, let me get some ice. My favorite sub place that served you Ugh. a sandwich of it's shark meat. Shark meat sandwich at Allegedly. That Which there's no such thing as shark meat, by well, the way. It, yeah, there is. It, you cannot get sliced shark like Deli meat. Right. You can get a cut of shark. It depends, like a piece it depends of fish. on where you. It depends if you on where know you the shop. right people at the Merc, yeah. you can get. No, anything. you can. Uh, you cannot get. You Allegedly. cannot put shark in a slicer without it falling apart. The, well, hey, have, have you, you done shark? it? You cannot have sliced shark. <laughs> ah, sliced shark. Um, no, I'm telling you, it was. I ate there every day. For, I, the only thing I eat is turkey sandwiches, and I just change up the bread. Because then I think, you know, I'm having a different sandwich. Oh, I have it's it on rye. Sandwich. I'll have it on French bread. I'll have it with Swiss. I'll have it with American. Yeah, it's the same thing, though. And I'm feeling I, fancy. I, Let's do some cheddar. I ate this place every day for like 25 years. And then one day, I got a shark sandwich. Shark skin Tim. Don't you think your turkey was just a little fucking slimy and didn't live in salt water? Gray. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> turkey I is heard like... the music when I opened the wrapper. <laughs> turkey is a shade of gray. Mm-mm. Yeah, it is. I don't know where you're getting yours. West, I get mine is white. No, it's not. It's not white. It's like off-color white. It's I could go a shade me. of gray and white. No, I don't eat the white turkey. Yeah. yeah, I'll have the white meat. The other white meat, please. <laughs> I will meet you at the deli with a color swatch right M-E-A-T. now, and we'll compare it and see if it's more gray. I will or more go white. there. I will go there <laughs> yeah. again color with you. Swatch. I will go there again with you with a, with a, a paint swatch thing. Yeah. yeah. Pull it out. We'll do a, we'll yeah, do a live a podcast fan. from the dining room. <laughs> from whichever grocery God, store will sponsor us. Because I used to go to that place at like one when it emptied out. It's no Fontano's. One... It's downtown. I, it's the best. They don't serve shark meat, yeah. so go there the and The shark safe. meat in Chicago. Yeah. They just emailed me. They want to be a sponsor. Of course yeah. they do. They only they want to have shark meat Fridays yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> only serve shark meat during Lent. You can't get it outside <laughs> of Lent. So they do serve it. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Yeah. Whatever. I'm done arguing about this. (laughs) I'll see you with the color swatch. Yeah. I'll meet you at the Mariano's Deli section tomorrow at 11 a.m. You can just look through the window. We don't have to get help there. Hey, hey, be careful. Bring that rack of turkey over here and put it next to the color you think it looks close to. (laughs) That's white. 
It's <laughs> never mind. No, it's because the windows are tinted. Yeah. Tinted, <laughs> smoked, smoked Irishman, Pat Kelly. All right, before we get off the rails too far, PJ, you got anything else We're, you want to add? <laughs> we've been off the rails all far. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to offer that to Patch because <laughs> we'll be here for yeah. <laughs> Another ten. Shockingly, I mean, I've got to go to dinner. So. Yeah, what well, you were supposed to be been, at dinner an hour ago. It's been another fifty-two minutes. Yeah. I'm a hostage this, this in my like own two, home. This is like a two-hour podcast right now. All right, well, let's cut it off. You got some music queued uh, up for this old I, man. I yeah, I got, I got I'm done some, with these. I got something here. Knock, knock, knock on heaven's door. Little Bobby Dylan. No, it's actually not that. It's, what is it? It's going to be something different. Almond Brothers. Perhaps? Mute him before you play the music. Oh, the band. Yeah. Mm-hmm.